0: Good afternoon, it's Thursday, November the 3rd, my name is Cleo O'Flynn and you're welcome to English Time. We're on air in English here every Thursday on Radio Sur Adeche from 1 to 1.30 and you can listen back to the programme on any of your online platforms or through the links posted on the Adeche Town Hall Facebook page. Today we're hoping to look ahead to the world travel market in London next week and we'll be talking to Janet Anscombe, delving into some of the news stories that are making the headlines. But first, let's have a look at some of today's news stories. As anticipated, the Bank of England has raised interest rates by 0.75 percentage points to 3%. It's the biggest single rise in the cost of borrowing in the UK since 1989. As well as affecting mortgages and saving accounts, interest rates also influence the interest charge on things like credit cards, bank loans and car loans. Following today's decision, lenders could decide to increase these fees if interest rates rise again. News of tourism. According to the National Institute of Statistics, the Canaries welcomed nearly 1 million overseas visitors in September. That's a 52% rise on last year. Taking it into consideration, that means that for the year there's been a 272% rise in visitors, with over 8.7 million international arrivals in 2022. And the average daily spend also rose by just over 8% to €170. Adeche's Department of Culture and Education under Councillor Maria Clavejo Massa has launched the dates for this year's Theatre and Scenic Arts Showcase, celebrating 25 years. The School of Music Auditorium will be the stage for the weekly performances with a different show every Friday during November. Tickets for all of the shows are on sale at www.tomaticket.es and the municipal website www.adeche.es. The first performance is tomorrow called Ardiendo Com Ma- como Mariposas. A Department of Health under Councillor Mada Trujillo-Bencomo are launching a project called Intrusos, which aims to raise awareness among the school-going population as to the dangers of importing certain non-Canarian plant species and what are known as exotic pets. According to the EU, invasive alien species are animals and plants that are introduced accidentally or deliberately into a natural environment where they're not normally found, with serious negative consequences for the new environment. November is Gastronomy Month in Adeje and full details of the Degustami program will be launched tomorrow, Friday, November the 4th, including information on the very popular Tapas route. Some courses are already open for registration, including cookery for children. More information in English on our blog, townhall.adeje.es. The Adeche resident population is being invited to be part of the Diagnosis of Equality Plan of the municipality. You can do so by taking part in a survey in English on equality. Every single contrib- contribution will help the borough to build a more egalitarian, tolerant and fair municipality. And details and a link are on townhall.adeche.es. Right, as we try and make contact with our first guest, let's have a little bit of music. Music from Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away.
1: You're listening to English Time Radio Sir a Decade with Cleo O'Flaherty.
2: Now
0: I want to mention a few charity events and a few wonderful people into the bargain while we're waiting. Last week, the unstoppable Margaret Plummer held a fundraiser in Busanada, A roaring success. The woman knows no bounds and her energy no limits. This weekend, there's a helping hands lunch at Lagarto, organised by the terrific Elizabeth Montague. And on November the 26th, Pre Loved by Julie is hosting a fashion show, also supporting the Walk for Life Foundation at Bianca Restaurant. The Walk for Life itself is created by yet another force of nature, Bridget Gippin. That's back on the streets of Azechi and Arona this year on December the 11th. So make sure you sign up and be part of this year's Pink Wave. I know sometimes you can feel bombarded by charity events, fundraisers, requests to donate. And these days we're all struggling a wee bit more financially. But... Very many of us are a lot better off than those on who we depend, than those on who depend on the funds raised at these events. So what I'm doing today is saying a huge thank you to the organizers, the ones who tirelessly give of their time and effort and considerable organizational skills to bring these events together.
1: My dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too ironic And yeah, I really do think funny, funny for the latest news and in-depth interviews from here and abroad don't miss English Time Radio Sir Adeshi
0: and hopefully live radio we're saying I'm joined by Sean Tipton from ABTA Sean are you there? I am clear. Yeah.
3: Technical oh, problems, eh?
0: No, you've been very patient, and we appreciate it because you're a busy guy. Um, and uh, to speak, you know, I feel speaking to a small radio station in the Canary Islands possibly not top of your list of priorities, but it's no, important no, very, to us. Very
3: happy. Very happy to do that, Cleo. Not
0: a problem. Thank you. Now, just to introduce you, Sean is the the media spokesperson for APTA, which is the Association of British Travel Agents. Uh, Very important to us here in the Canary Islands, Uh, and in particular with the world travel market coming next week. Yeah, indeed. I wanted to touch base with you. Also, breaking news, Sean, and maybe we'll delve straight into this, the rise in interest rates to up to 3%. It affects mortgages, but it affects people's spending on luxury items. Are you already thinking this is going to affect the holiday market? Mm, I, I think
3: it's inevitable. It will to a certain extent, Cleo. But um, I'll give you some more positive news before we get on. Please back, do. Which is this. <laughs> um, I was having a chat with one of our tour operators. I can't name them because it was a okay. confidential chat, but it's one of the biggest in the country. And they said to me, and this is quite, quite, you know, very heartening news that um, their bookings for next summer are, I'd kid you not, 40% higher. Wow. 40% higher than they were prior to the pandemic. So that's, 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 prior good news. 2019
0: 2019. that's prior to 2019, to 2019.
3: Exactly. So that's just a normal year rather than looking at, you know, last year when obviously we only just came out of lockdown mm-hmm. in effect. So let's not forget for quite some time it was actively illegal to take a foreign holiday, which I, when I remember yeah. when that happened, I couldn't really believe it, but it was true, wasn't it? So, they weren't allowed to So the country. things... So, I think one of the reasons why bookies are so healthy is that even though from about February, March of um, this year, people were able to get away without massive restrictions, I think quite, quite a few people still weren't too happy to do it. They were a bit worried about maybe restrictions being brought back quickly. But then what they've seen is that their friends and family have gone away to Spain and other countries, had a great time without any major problems, and they thought, right, I'm going to be I'll book for next year, and they're yeah. booking earlier than normal. So that's the positive side to this, but you're quite right, Clear. if you had know big hikes in interest rates which is going to affect people's mortgage payments and i think that that is a bit of a concern but yeah. on on our, our own research though when we are we always ask people if you know what are about booking intentions for next year and also what kind of things are concerning you and also we've got the cost of living crisis etc but the a very high percentage of people say to us that they probably will have to cut back on some kind of spending but They're not keen on cutting back on holidays. That's generally the last thing that goes.
0: So they'll, they'll happily give up, say, a dinner out once a week or. You got it.
3: Exactly. Going to the cinema. Going to the cinema if
0: they know they've got got a holiday.
3: Precisely. I mean, if I, I if I run a restaurant in the UK now, I'd be very worried actually because of these latest uh, interest rises. because yeah. That's that's where the discretionary spend tends to go. Because again, if you're going through pretty tricky times, there's a reason why people take holidays in the first place, isn't there? It's something to look forward to. Exactly. And it's the time when you unwind. So it'd be very very unkeen on not taking a holiday.
0: And I mean, I was just at the, at the top of my headlines today was that the mm-hmm. the Institute of Statistics here says that the Canary Islands is doing very well indeed at the moment. I mean, we're, we have yeah. recovered, again, like the statistics you're looking at, we're, we're doing better than we were pre-pandemic in 2019. Exactly. Now, and I'm—I was kind of writing up my notes in a sense. The Canary Islands and your organization, the, the mutual admiration society, in a mm. way, because we help each other. The Canary Islands no, tourism do, yeah, needs exactly. needs you guys, and I presume <laughs> at an event like the World Travel Market, it's not simply about stands showing off how nice the islands are or how nice Turkey is or Egypt, but you guys mm. get together behind the scenes, I imagine, and yes, talk. we
3: do, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the things that, you know, I represent travel agents and tour operators, and we've got a mutually beneficial relationship with destinations such as the Canary Islands. I mean, particularly for winter, it's not just winter sun, but particularly for winter sun. The Canary Islands are by far the most important destination for my members. So no argument there. I mean, you might have a bit of conversation with some like Egypt, but on the whole, no, it is, if you ask families where they want to go over the winter, they'll say the Canary Islands. So which is great news. And there's a new development as well, which is, Something that, um, <clears throat> I found quite interesting as well is, uh, people who are retired, obviously got plenty of free time. There's been quite a big increase in them taking v- extended breaks, yeah. uh, over the winter. Now that, that's been reported in the British media as people trying to escape sky high bills. And I don't think it is really just that. It's just that people are, again, they're so keen to get away. So I, again, I spoke to another tour operator yesterday and he said they were selling holidays for 89 days it was obviously because Up we, to the 90 well, day limit yes exactly up to 98 we've obviously left the eu but anyway still but even so and they're selling really and we well.
0: miss you very much
3: <laughs> well i didn't vote for it i'm a club anyway that's done now unfortunately hopefully one one day we'll go back in again What well,
0: what i found interesting too looking at the up to website is mm-hmm. it's say you know that um your members are responsible for the sale of 90 percent of package holidays but you also mm-hmm. handle approximately 45 percent of independent travel arrangements Now. That's a, I would see as a very positive thing because it seems to be the way that the travel industry is also moving. I mean, there are still people who like to use the travel agents for everything. Um, but there are people as well who want to travel independently, but that they're using yep. ABTA, I presume for the security, for the guarantees and for the backup of having a, a, a travel agent, a guaranteed travel agent yep. at their back. it's also, it's also- somebody it's it's it can
3: be quite stressful for people going out there making their own arrangements because you know if you're you have to trust your own judgment and I think people sometimes have gone out and done that, and it actually hasn't worked well for them. They've actually had not a very enjoyable holiday. Okay. So I thought, okay, in that case, I'll just get an expert to do it for me. Because, you know, if you use a travel agent, they know the, ho- the standard of the hotels they're booking for you. They've probably certainly worked with them before. They can cut through the red tape. They also know best deals for flights, et cetera. So, yeah, um, not everybody, right, not everybody wants a package, but... They want no, something a bit more flexible, which is where the independent travel agents come in. But but travel agents, that's what they've been doing for years. That's that's you know that's all they Adapting. do. So they certainly know what they're doing. And if you go to go back, let's say twenty or thirty years ago, before the internet, um, there were many more travel agents then. But actually, it was quite easy. It was quite an easy job. All you have to do: somebody walk in, you thrust a few brochures at them, and off they go. And they come back a week later and True. book it with you. True. Whereas the ones that are left now, they really really have to know what they're doing because they appreciate that if they don't offer really expert service, then, well, people can do it themselves.
0: So at the end of the day, you've adapted and are constantly adapting. From your professional point of view, I'll just ask you this before we go. Mm -hmm. Do the Canary Islands also need to be constantly adapting the offer as people change what they 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 want to do on holiday?
3: Can I stress as well that I've always been very impressed with Spain, the whole of Spain, particularly the that they don't sit on their laurels. Mm. Um, you don't get very many old-fashioned kind of nineteen eighty style hotels. They constantly reinvent. They're also very conscious of the fact they need to offer good value for money. I, I won't name any particular destination, but I've seen in the past where some countries have suddenly seen a big increase in British tourists. What do they do? They suddenly put their prices up massively well, that's not a good idea because people will just go elsewhere. Whereas sure. in Spain and the clearance in particular, much more sensible about that. It's basically, you want people to come. So it's foolish to overprice yourself as you'll just drive them away. And I, I must I say, the clearance has done a great job about that. And I will be... At the World Travel Market on Monday, and I'll be popping over to the stand to say hello.
0: Great. Well, if, if look out for people from our stand of Adeche, I
3: will,
0: uh, I will let them know to keep an eye out for you, Sean. And I <laughs> very much appreciate I mean, people, people listening to the radio don't realize sometimes that we're, we're playing with glitchy computers in the background to try and bring this to you. I but know. your contribution has been really useful and very, very informative. So thank you very much, Sean i Okay, speak to you again. Bye-bye. I
4: in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman. kiss Kissed her on the neck And then I took her by the hands A baby, I just want to dance I met her on Grafton Street Right outside of the bar She shared a cigarette with me While her brother played the guitar She asked me, what does it mean? The Gaelic ink on your arm Said it was one of my friend's songs Do you want to drink on? She took Amy as a chaser Jack for the fun She got Arthur on the table With Johnny riding a shotgun Chatted some more One more drink at the bar Then put man on the tr- Pretty little girl.
5: girl. You my pretty little girl,
4: girl. You know she beat me at darts and then she beat me at pool, and then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the room. As the last orders were called was when she stood on the stool after dancing to Kaylee singing to trad tunes. I never heard Carrick Fergus never sung so sweet. I could her in the bar, using her feet for a beat. Oh, I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week. And in this backed room where she was
0: singing. I have no idea why Victor put that song on. I'm I'm from Dublin, and Janet's a Kerry girl, so we don't know why we're singing about Galway girls at all. At all. <laughs> Hi, Janet, how are you? I am very well, Cleo.
2: I hope you are too.
0: I'm good, I'm good, and I'm still mulling over the things that Sean Tipton said to me from APTA. I mean, I think it's quite interesting the way he's looking ahead um, towards the future of tourism and obviously that kind of mutually beneficial association between him and the Canary Islands I think will continue to, to be important.
2: I, I think his, um, his interview was more than interesting because it brought up so many things because he's talking about a 40% increase in bookings based on pre-pandemic, so 2019 yeah. Yeah. Uh, rates, so it's a genuine 40% increase, that, that, that's a huge huge amount. But of course, that 40% increase was before the Bank of England raised interest rates Today. this very morning by, an hour ago. by 0.75%. And that is the biggest single rise for, the, for over 30 years now. Yeah. As he was talking about discretionary spending, we have to say that, okay, first of all, such an increase in interest rates could actually put the brakes on bookings, Second of all, it could cause some cancellations, people re-evaluating whether they can really afford that holiday. And thirdly, it's discretionary spending that the authorities here really want because they don't want just people booking a holiday with a tour operator coming and staying in the hotel. No, they They want investment into the local economy. You know, and it's like a Decci Council... um, Manuel Mendez himself, he's the development and ecological Mm councillor, I think, um, which might actually in its own way be a bit of a contradiction because to to plan sustainably might mean needing to reduce tourism a little bit. And he himself said there is currently a debate about how to proceed. Tourists come and we don't want them to stay in the hotel. Uh, We want them to spend money outside it. Well, this sort of interest rate increase in the UK isn't going to help that. But the point he makes is a very telling one, and it shows exactly where the contradiction is in sustainable tourism. He said, the aim is eventually to reach the expenditure of 5 million tourists with only 3 million tourists. So in other words, they want what they themselves have called, and I'm not using the words, but I'm just quoting them, quality tourism. They want fewer tourists who are spending more money. And that extra money... Is going to be under, you know, under tension from various sources, including such interest rates in the UK right now. It, it's going to these be a, are difficult times, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's certainly on the interest rates. What I've been looking at the BBC, they're saying this recession is going to last for quite a while. It's not. I mean, it's not a year or two-year-long thing. No,
2: the Bank of England is saying in, biggest interest rates have rise for 30 years from 0.7. Um, Up 0.75, that's three quarters of a percent, the biggest one in in 30 years. Now 3%, but this isn't the end of the rises. And in the Bank of England's own words, Britain faces the longest recession in 100 years let's try and move on keep, we have to keep
0: hoping <laughs> something slightly more cheerful yeah. and if people don't like the Eurovision they can just turn off the radio now for five minutes yeah, because we have absolutely. to talk about it I mentioned him last week but we need to discuss Aganay, who is our do. own adeche born and reared and trained fabulous singer who is now a confirmed finalist in the Benador Music Fest
2: Absolutely. I mean, how many times have people listened to us waffling on about (laughs) our specialist (laughs) subjects and thinking it has nothing to do with them really and you know, it's something that only a specialist interests. But I tell you, once you get a local person in a competition that you might not otherwise be interested in, that local factor really makes a difference. And, And for the first time, the Canaries and Tenerife and a decade in particular has a chance of,
0: of winning Spain, the Eurovision.
2: choosing that song to go to the Eurovision. <laughs> no, let's, in let's
0: leap ahead of winning <laughs> the Eurovision channel. Let's just, you know, nail it. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> Listen, people, if, if it does happen, if I, can, I gets to represent Spain in the Eurovision, I'm afraid you're just going to be hearing wall-to-wall us and many I, other people on it, but I think it's worthwhile.
2: From I think we have to travel to Liverpool, but
0: with David Urbano. He will never let us go without him, just
2: so that people are aware of it. I don't think we could go it.
0: without David. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Listen, um, while, while we still have a few minutes, the La Palma eruption, which was kind of filling the headlines this time last year, yes. um, there are still investigative scientific headlines coming out of it.
2: Well, one the other day was jaw-dropping, and I mean jaw-dropping. Everybody will remember that eruption. It went on for months. And <gasps> months. it lit up the night sky. There were tourists going to see it. There were boats watching it from afar. <clears throat> Scientists now know, or they estimate, that the amount of magma that's still in there, what came out is 0.05%. That's not even half a percent. It's not percent That's not even 0.5. the tip of an iceberg. It's it, it's a fingertip of what magma is still in there. And over recent months, volcanologists have recorded a number of clusters of um, micro-tremors. Uh, and so there is no indication that it's about to go up again. But when it does, and it will at some point, there is a hell of a lot more to come. To come out. <laughs> to come out. And so they are... Obviously, as they are in Tenerife, as they are throughout these islands, they are monitoring constantly. Yeah, and there is no. In fact, micro tremors they almost like to see because it releases a little bit of pressure and it reduces exactly. the chance of an eruption. And they happen so there's, all there's the time. Tragic about to happen, but it was staggering to read such a tiny amount of what is there.
0: Yeah,
2: we watched come out for
0: months. We did, up until, just up until Christmas, up until December. Yeah. We, we yeah. have three seconds. Um, I'm going to say to people, flu shots and booster shots.
2: Yep, if you're over 60 or under 60 with a particular condition, you can have your second COVID booster and the flu jabs are now available. Both can be booked through 112 or the Misita.
0: OK, and I I know I've had one and I'm having the other in a couple of weeks. And Same here. I,
2: I've had my second COVID booster and I'm having my flu jab next week. And obviously it's a personal call, isn't it? But Absolutely. I mean, COVID rates are beginning to go up again. I'm um, okay. monitoring uh, the over 60s and they are rising again.
0: And tourism will continue to boom from what we gather, despite perhaps Tur- the interest tourism. rates.
2: We are always going to be
0: a draw. Look at what we have here. Okay. Janet Anscombe, thank you so much. We will talk to you again in a few weeks. Uh, and, And thank you as well to Sean Tipton and to Victor Hota Garcia in the control room who put up with the screams from me saying, get that Zoom call up on air. We need to go with Sean. But we got there in the end. My name is Cleo Flynn. Thank you so much for listening to English Time. Until next week, have a very good afternoon.
5: Fireflies They're advertising in the skies For people